y'all welcome back we got a full show tonight i am excited we got everybody here vance ashley eric we are all here and i'm stoked honestly it's been a while since we've all been on here and it's a topic that we've kind of covered before but uh after we covered it we found out that actually actually is is more into it than i would have guessed for honestly more into than than ian myself so we're gonna get back into stock talk uh round two electric boogaloo i only get into like four or five stocks personally E, I know you kind of just started. How, how many? Just how many stocks do you? Bitcoin, how big is your portfolio, man. bro? That's all I got. That's it. Okay, I like. Wait, it. wait, wait. Can we talk about how? Why do you think, Joe? You thought it was like a little surprising that Ashley was into crypto? Uh, because crypto's for the men's and not the whiz men's. You know what I'm Honestly, saying? Honestly, that's. I will admit, I literally had a literally millisecond of sexism. And I haven't had a, like one like a big one like that in a long time because it, I realized that part of it, not like most of it was not, but part of it, like a little tiny part was, was because there aren't women in this stuff at all. She, she, and, like, she literally I like, so I looked up the stats on this because she's in the field. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't exactly. think about that though. I'll I'm not going to lie. I texted my sister when I saw the episode go up and I was like, Nobody asked me to be a part of this one. Thanks a lot, guys. Yo, Man, now I feel yeah, like a jerk. Joe, Joe. To be fair, I assume that most people don't have stocks. Until Vance talked me into buying GameStop, I had zero stocks. And until Vance was in the to stock I market didn't talk at all, you in, sir. nobody I knew. No, that's absolutely 100% did not. That was 100% of my own volition. Let's be clear. Uh, until until the, totally Vance got big into the shit, into 100%. I, I didn't know I financially anybody. advised you. I didn't can, genuinely you know did what, not SEC, know. come after me, baby. Yeah, go, go get him. I didn't know anybody that had stocks. I swear to you, I knew zero people in my life that owned stock. My mom doesn't. My brother doesn't. E, you don't. Clay and John don't. Like... I assume Clay most does. people don't. I know, but apparently Clay does. I assumed most people don't. Whereas I'm finding See, out I the more I dig around, people don't talk about it. The, that the, God, yeah. I wish I could remember what movie it is. Like every, this is everybody's dirty little secret. They're all investing secretly yes. and not telling anybody else about it. Yes, I, I 100 percent think you're like right. You're an idiot for doing it. Is that it? Is that is it? Is it the the ego play, or is it like I, I thought it was more honestly like c- kind of like. Uh, uh, Damn it. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, if, if you believe in, like, not conspiracy theories, but, like, if you believe in, uh, like, if you wear the same lucky socks every day, you're, uh... No, dude. Thank you. I can't believe I couldn't get superstitious. Thank you. I, I thought people no, were superstitious. No, no, no. You think it's, it's because, ego? No, yeah, no, it's, no. It's like it's a, a social culture. understanding. It's, yeah. it, there is a stigma around it, and it is, the culture is to make anyone that's not in it feel like an idiot and an asshole... And and scurry away from it because you don't because the big boys are here and, and you can't play with us, like that's what they want you to think, and it creates this stigma around it, so that everyone's like, oh no, I, I wouldn't know what to do, I'd lose all my money. When all these people go to casinos and the casinos, you have way worse odds than you do on the stock market. In fact, infinitely better odds on the stock market, and you can gamble on stuff that you actually care about, like. I don't know stuff to help humanity or whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or that. And you can definitely has privileged white guy um, stigma. I just to mention about the women, it's less than fifteen percent of women um, are invested in cryptocurrency. So I don't know about the stock market traditional, but in crypto, less than fifteen percent of women um, are involved, uh, which I wasn't necessarily surprised at, but. that, that's those are the stats. 
I will admit I am surprised by that because there's nobody keeping you out. When, when I was looking in the, the wine sommelier episode, there's a, very, there's a small handful of people that actually control who gets in and who gets out. And that small handful of people are white dudes, so they only let in white dudes. I get that. That's awful, but I understand it. This is just who decides to buy in or not. And the fact that it's almost 8 or 9 out of 10 that do buy in are dudes. I mean, I guess I'll start here. It's 25%. Ash, when did, when did you jump in? percent on the stock market. So it's even still not that far off. No. So Ash, here's the thing. I think that people, people in general find the whole thing overwhelming and discouraging because Vance touched on it last time. I mean, you just think that there's so much more to it than there actually really is. And I've always thought, um, you know, we used to have back in the old days, like home economics classes. Wouldn't it be great if we had classes that taught people how to actually file their taxes, learn about capital yes. gains, get into the stock yes. market, how to uh, just like apply for a home loan, like stuff like that's what we should really be teaching kids in high school for one. Practical shit 101 should be. Mm -hmm. What a mortgage is. Yeah. Yes. Very simple things, but they are. They are How to not rack up credit card debt. What, what a credit score is. I mean, yeah. th those yeah, kinds what, of things, breaking them down. Don't, like, I still kind of don't know how credit cards work. Yeah. Like, I get it on the basic level, but why my score goes up or down every month or whatever. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't well, really, no, I really pay. So, so you, I didn't know this, but like, I would just pay the balance that was shown. Every month, right? Yeah. I wasn't going to mess around. I was going to keep it zero. You don't have to do that, guys. Lauren has taught me that you can actually roll it over to the next month. So you're always one month behind, so you have more liquidity in case something really bad happens. Mm. Technically, if you're like really young, yeah, you can but roll it over. How to game the system is basically what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, well, how do you, how No, it's really... like people don't understand credit cards. I still don't. Well, I mean, you can make just the minimum payment if you need to and still have plenty Guys, of credit. I did Why am I ranting about credit cards right now? Prosecco, <laughs> I believe. But I it's the same so, okay. thing, for, unfortunately, for minorities, too. It's The, the stock market is traditionally oh, sure. a white, oh, male-dominated market, which... Surprise, surprise. So, question about that. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Is it possible that just through, like, societal norms and... The way we've structured things through, like, you know, having patriarchal societies or whatever, that it makes sense then that the majority of the people making the financial decisions in the world are men. Like, doesn't that match up with everything else we know about who makes decisions around here? Yeah. Not that it's right, but does that follow? It friggin' does. And, I mean, if it follows that, the, the majority of other people that bought in the stock market did it because the same way I did. A buddy of mine got into it and said, hey, man, this actually isn't that hard. And so I went, oh, shit, okay, me too. And so if the original people in the stock market were all old white dudes, they're just telling their other old white dude friends. So, like, it's, it's just – it's very cyclical. It's, it's very inbred, I would imagine. As that's – you know, I'd imagine whoever's at the top, it's, there's not many of them, and they all know each other, like, just like everything else. It's it, – well, no, you're talking about wealth, dude, the wealthiest – you're talking about the most powerful, wealthiest people in the world. Playing like, games with other people's money. Well – yeah, no, exploiting other people to make money, basically. But that's, like, super conspiracy, right? Like, okay, I don't want to go too, like, I'm not actually like that, but that is what's going on. But basically, they have a system where they want to keep you out of it because they want to take your money in other ways. Or, like, they just want, to keep, they? Your, they just want to keep you out of it. But to Joe's point, they can't, there, there's no way to actually keep you out of it 
Yeah, that's what I mean. But to ease point, other than societal norms, like for instance, I just recently got into this this year because I finally feel at a financially stable place to essentially gamble some of my money. Like I invested an amount that I feel comfortable that if tomorrow I lost it all, it would majorly suck and I don't want that to happen, but it would not make or break me. Um, yeah, and I can't say that I was in that place even one year ago. So, hmm. so people who are living paycheck to paycheck and working, uh, you know, 60 hours a week, they're not going to take a risk. Even if it's $20, they need that for food and not for freaking GameStop. Well, I don't know. I mean that yeah. don't get, I don't know enough about all that, well, but wait, e, no, that's uh, Ian, any addiction. Ian, Joe, I, I want to know like. Why hadn't you guys gotten into this before you got into it? Like, what what were your reasons why? Think back then. I thought it was the, the same reasons we're talking about right now, that it's too complicated. I lose all my money. It's really risky. Like, it's it's too comp- – it's basically it's too complicated. I wouldn't know what I'm doing, and I'd lose all my money. That would That's what I thought. I wanted to know so what I was – my reasoning is very similar to Ashley's. Like, I did not have disposable income to just – put into this and see what would happen right like i needed my earnings for student loans and rent and bills and all that kind of stuff and so that was a major part of it and then there's also the idea that like maybe i did have some but i didn't want to put it into that because i had been in situations previously where i needed money and didn't have it and to have that feeling again Mm. is terrible right so I would rather have control of it and know where it is and what's happening with it. And I think that's a big part of this for people is if you have experienced that before, if you've actually had scenarios where it's like, oh, I could really use $100 because otherwise I might be eating a lot of spaghetti for the next two weeks. You know, like, yeah, it makes a difference whether or not, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 years from now you're even willing to risk, you know, 0.2% of your total whatever. Man, this is like. It's funny because this is like blow my mind because I've been there a lot of times, but I was supporting myself through online poker. Like I was in the same scenario, but I was like, how am I going to get out of this? Or how am I going to like make this better? And like there's, I'm but that's kind of like two, that's two different personalities, right? That's it's like, risky. Oh, I'm going to risk to get it out because if I lose, yes. what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to be right where I am. And there's the other side. That's like, but I know I'm going to win. That's why I go do Lakers, it. go Lakers. That's I know baller. I'm going to win. Yeah. Unless I, Sam. I, partially why I got into crypto this March is because March of 2020, I was really on the verge of uh, kicking in a decent amount to buy one Bitcoin. You can look up what the price of that Dang. was, March of 2020. And I was like, Follower. I'm just going to take this. I'll tell you exactly what it was. And, and, <laughs> It was, it was right. The pandemic had started, but it wasn't full blown yet. And oh, no. I, I, I texted my family fam text, which we talk all day, every day. And my dad was like, you know, do you know enough about this? Are you sure that's what you want to do? What if it all goes south? A lot of people have lost money. And I let the doubt creep in, even though my gut was telling me and I should have followed my female intuition because I would have banked so when 
some other cryptocurrencies came, you know, started climbing up. I thought, okay, that around basically March of this year, I was like, I'm not going to let this one pass me by. And I'm glad I did what I did. So you, but you were up a decent amount until literally today. Is that right? Did you have a big Yeah, I'm today? still up a pretty, I'm a very amount I'm very happy with. But uh, yeah, b between this morning and an hour before this podcast, it dropped by a G. And I was like, damn it. I was feeling all like, I, it hit my all time high. And now I'm, now I'm feeling a little, little bitter, but it's it going to recover. It controls your emotions. Vance, yes. uh, Sam texted me yesterday, not offering uh, financial advice. He texted you the same thing, not offering advanced yeah, financial yeah. advice at oh, all. Oh, I was already in that. And I, I jumped on it, purely oh, coincidental. You know, purely, not not thanks to his advice. Memes. Uh, uh, I bought Dogalon. Doge. Well, Dogecoin, but also had a spinoff, Dogalon. So oh, it was Doge Elon. Always get hacked. No, uh, is that a Bro, new one? There was a new one. Y'all, swear to God, this happened in the last 24 hours. Yesterday at 4 p.m., I bought $100 okay. worth of Dogalon. Okay. Where this morning, this morning, when it opened, that $100 was worth $1,700. $1,700? 100 to 1700 at the time Ooh, of this at the time yeah. of this Who recording. Who watched the SNL episode? YouTube. At the time of this Dogalon. recording right Dogalon. now. Okay. Uh, don't bother yeah, Vance. Don't, don't bother oh, Vance. That 1700 that is yeah. down to $16. Okay, so that's how hedge funds are creating liquidity. That was 24 from hours, guys. 24 okay, so hours. That's that's a perfect example of like why well, I know this is conspiracy theory, but like that's happening a lot and what it is is it's Actually, I don't want to go down this road. I want to go back to. I want you to go down this road. No, no, I want you to go down this no, road. Not, so not bad. yet, because there's okay. a point that I'm going to forget. Ashley, your the reaction by your family, who you're close to, who know you really well, and they spread. It's called it's called fear fud. It's called fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and they create a stigma, and they've created a whole thing around this whole thing that it's seeped into. It's like societal now. It's just like we say Netflix and chill. It's just like we say like hey Google it. There is this thing that everyone thinks the stock market is risky. You know why? Because they lost all our damn money in 2008. And then we were just like, oh, wow, that's risky. Well, Shouldn't sure glad that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and we're like, but you don't have a job now because you're not doing it or because they're doing it to you. But my point is, like, that is what I'm talking about. Like, I, I, that doesn't sound as conspiracy theory. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, there is this thing that, like, Ashley's family was like, I don't know. It's like, y'all don't trust Ashley to make prudent decisions? She's made them up to this point. Why around this subject is there, like, oh, I don't know. Everything with everyone that's not, like, remotely in it. That's the first response. I've never encountered someone. I, I will try to remember one where when I brought up the stock market or when I brought up crypto, they weren't like, what? Like, oh, man, that's crazy. And it's just, it's just, it's a thing around it and I hate it. And that's why I wanted, I, like, that's why I tell it. That's why I text every single person all the time. Cause like, I want them to be like either be mad enough or annoyed, so annoyed at me that they actually Google it <laughs> or that they can't ignore me. And then I did my part. It but, feels so much like preaching religion. So, <laughs> I get texts from Vance on the reg you should do this it's happening it's happening now. and i'm like what is the <laughs> no how, no it's coming anything is happening the short, the short squeeze is coming i'm like just like jesus is coming more back more man. Data. i totally i we're believe just gathering it. data no. i'm not saying it's not guaranteed it's not even it's it's not guaranteed at all 
We don't know. All we can do is suspect, and all we can do is gather data and make conclusions with that data, or make or don't make conclusions with that data. And right now, if you apply Occam's razor to it, there is a higher probability that a short squeeze will happen than there than what that the probability that there won't be one. And there's there's no really way to get around that. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I don't. Everything you've ever sent me makes sense. And for those listening, we're talking about GameStop specifically right now. That the, the idea that one day in that's a month, a year, ten years, one share will be worth like a grand or whatever the fuck, and we're all waiting for it to go to the moon. And the more and more I think about it, the more it just feels like, yeah, Jesus is coming back, guys. Just keep keep waiting. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's, it's, guys, think. come on. We're all coming. Joe, it's- that's what they want. They want you to feel like the people that are saying this are crazy and that they are believing in a sky god that came down. And yeah, dude, yes. yes. That, now you're actually <laughs> – this, this is a great point for religion on my side. Um, yeah, because they're, they're literally the, – they're, <laughs> A short squeeze already happened. Y'all know that, right? It was a gamma squeeze. Oh, no, it, did. it already it did. happened. And they made a lot right? of money. And now, and now the stock has literally stayed at the exact same price, basically, for months and months. The exact same window for months and months and months. Not moving up, not moving down. And this very, very tight window. Why? I yeah. have no idea. No, I, There's I'm not really genuinely. an explanation. No, that's people the, it, aren't interested in GameStop anymore. Preach, brother. Preach. Okay. Well, and I was Here's trying to figure out, in. like, compared to the housing market crash, you know, that explanation makes sense of why it would fall out. But I can't logically come up with a reason why cryptocurrency would have, like, a major fallout like that. Like, there's just really mm. no way. not any kind of hidden basis for it and that's kind of what and that's where my gut intuition was going march of 2020 i was like damn we're all going to be buying things online only because we're all inside our homes nobody's going to stores and using conventional cash and or credit cards so i was like damn i mean digital currency hello that's just and the fact that it's just we're moving towards a global economy the world Mm -hmm. is so much smaller than it used to be having a decentralized yeah. currency without an exchange rate, et cetera, just makes sense to me. I don't know. And it's safer. I mean, it's a lot. I would rather buy something online with a Bitcoin than put in my credit card information again. I, oh, my I, God. I, yes. Every time I buy something, I'm like, God damn it. For I, sure, I it's safer. Again, I would I would much rather. And you, you, crazily enough, do um, you, you guys know what really propped up Bitcoin in the first place? 2008 like, financial crash. Everyone. Well, that, but you know what was being, why it was being used as often as it was up front? Oh, I thought, on, I thought everyone tried to. I thought everyone did it. Everyone was like, "Dude, we gotta decentralize this." It was it's the not, Silk Road. Oh. There was a website that, called the that Silk book is Road. really good. Oh yes, I know all about the Silk, Silk Road. Road, the it's, dark yeah, web. Dude, it's yeah, the dark web and all that. Like, I actually, did, I actually did an episode on this, guys, uh, about like two years ago, March thirtieth. I dropped an episode, oh. and that's why I know what the price of Bitcoin Joe, was how then. Can, how can I forget? It was, I listened. To it was. Of, I know you've listened to every single one, but Bitcoin was at six thousand four seventy eight on March thirtieth, twenty twenty. Today is May 12th, 2021, and it's like 55K per Bitcoin or whatever the hell it is today. Like, genuinely, it grew 10 times. It's 10 extra money had you bought, had actually bought one Bitcoin then, she'd have got 10 extra money back today. So, I mean, I, well, yeah. dude, I could have sold today and, and did 15X, and I didn't because I thought it'd keep going higher. So, that's my point here. 
why do we all do this? For the billionaires that are playing, they don't need more billions. For those of us that are playing and you make, I mean, today I should have and very well could have walked away with a $1,600 profit, but greed grabbed me and I went, maybe I can ride it higher. $1,600 isn't going to change my life. Would it have changed my weekend? Fuck yes. But is it going to change my life? No. So why Joe, are we doing this? Genuinely, Joe, is it just for just fun? just told us why we're doing it. For fun? Because you just paid like, what, $100 to win 1700 for but doing I didn't win. absolutely but it, nothing? But I didn't win shit. I know, but, but yo. I you could have and you, I didn't. I know, if why you didn't knew, I? If, if you knew anything about what you were doing, like literally if you read like a couple videos or you read a couple things, you wouldn't have done that. And Everything said later. 30X. Everything so said here, it's going up to 30 times. Joe, so the I, next I time though it. that happens, you won't get caught like that. Here's the reason why we do it. It's because it's not that hard. And it's fun. It's fun. And you make money. Eh, you don't make Dude, money. Dude, it's a casino. Yes. That's why we do it. That's it's my a, point. It's a way easier casino. Ashley, do I'm you making have money. I, I have stayed in the positive ever since I started this in the beginning of March to a pretty like decent extent. And um I just I told myself the same thing. I was like, this would just be sitting in my savings account making like 15 cents a month or we could be doing this. And that's what motivated me enough to do it. And again, like I said, I feel very grateful and I work very hard. I feel very privileged, you know, to be able to even mess around with this because, yeah, if it did all crash. okay, but um I, I, yeah, I just justified to myself, why am I just letting this sit in my savings account for zero when I can be potentially doubling it, if not more? But do you have and that, also if, you, when, if it gets to double, is that when you're pulling? Do, do you have a number set that says, yeah, oh, I'm I said, good, I'm Yeah, we, we're not going to talk numbers on this. No, don't say the number, but just but I yes have or a number no, in my Yes, I do. have a number in my head that I'm like, okay, but man. Joe. It, Joe, it's you hard. do this every day, dude. You bet when you bet sports, you're like, I'm not gonna bet it unless it gets to this spread. If it gets to this spread, I'm gonna bet it. That's good value. If it's a live game and they're playing this kind of defense, I'm gonna bet it. Oh, they oh that Syracuse, they can't handle that Syracuse zone. I'm gonna bet it. Dude, it's not like this is not rocket science. It's, it's but it's really easy, man. If it's I'll, making a lot of money, you just let it make a lot of money. If it's not, you just take it out. But it's, like it's not hard. And I just followed the trends of it now, too. Like, I've noticed with all my crypto, it goes up, like, several, you know, whatever amount, and then it comes down. It's it's two steps ahead, one step back, and then it levels, and then it's two steps ahead, one step back. But it's always going up. Does that make sense? For you can now, learn the analytics yes, of why that happened. You can study the actual, like, patterns of how it moves so you can predict when it goes going to go up and go down. And right. you combine that with the fundamentals of like how it's used, like with crypto, Ethereum is like, it's my favorite. It's because it's very usable with other things. I can easily put it in my USAA account. I can easily like use it to purchase other things. So like, you're going to know your crypto and you're going to know, and you're going to watch it every day. You're going to be like, huh. And you're going to notice things. And so when it's going really bad, just sell some of it. When it's going really good, sell some off. You need to buy a, a new uh, 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 shirt, <laughs> sell some little Ethereum, go buy a shirt. It's not rocket science, guys. Like, literally, it's just You were going to say purse. Sports. I know you were going to say purse. It's way easier, <laughs> you a new Prada? Guys, I hear it, you. If, I, if, if, if no one takes anything, because I'm Mr. Conspiracy Guy, just take this. This is way easier than sports gambling. Way I easier. I mean, I, yeah, I've never easier. done sports but, gambling, but this seems but, easier to me. But it is way more corrupt and way right. more manipulating. And, way, and it's all about psychological pressure and like tricking you and and 
making you think one thing's another thing and spreading one like positive news when you want the, the, the stock to go up and, and things like that. But the concept and what it is, and if you're not a moron, which no one I know is, literally. I am. I am. No, you've got, dude, these guys are morons. These guys are the ones that are making the moronic things and crashing our economy. Have a little pride in, 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 uh, in being American and go out and spend some money on your paycheck <laughs> and put it into the stock market. Gamble it. Now, I did read another thing that I thought was interesting. Women tend to hold a lot longer than men, and they're far less less impulsive. And while they are, a, you know, fifteen percent, whatever. Ah, well, that's on crypto. I don't on the on the traditional stock market. I don't know what the percentages are, 25%. but I did see yeah, the twenty four, twenty five. Okay, so okay, so but of those twenty four, twenty five percent, they tend to have oh. they tend to have better success with their portfolios <laughs> than men. I would believe that they're not—they're not as volatile. Right? On average, yes. of course. Yeah. They're the uh, Mama Kathy. Smarter species. Mama Kathy is my hero. Right? I buy it. <laughs> Thanks. I, I buy it one hundred percent. I mean, it's, it, y'all also live longer, so I'm just going to guess that you're less—you're you know less risk adverse, which would make sense. They just the analyze well. risk differently. You know, like they analyze risk in like a—we analyze risk in like a Leroy <laughs> And they I analyze risk like, like, eh, fuck it. What you gonna do? And then maybe, maybe you guys shouldn't drink all those beers. Maybe I shouldn't be in the stock market. Is genuinely what I'm getting at. But like, I get, what my point is, I guess actually wait, wait, you do I, have I a number. I want to hear what he has to say because I, I haven't heard him speak, and I want to know his I, thoughts. Just, That's a great it's, point. It's one of those things where it's like, it's you. You have yet to say like it's possible to lose, and I'm just curious. Then how do people lose? Yeah. Ooh. Suddenly, suddenly, Vance's face changed real fucking fast. The stakes got real. The stakes got real. (laughs) Y'all, thank you for listening for an hour of whatever this is. But genuinely, uh, we're going to do this again. So stay tuned, get excited. And uh, yeah, three of you guys, you know, I love y'all. See you next time. That was good. Joe, can you please? You don't lose with Jesus, E. You don't lose with the stock market. But E, the stocks (laughs) just keep going up, man. That's how it works. That is my point, right? It's like. Sure, they do until they Thank don't, you. and Thank when you, they Eric. don't, then you do lose. So, like, it's a rather safe investment yeah. long term, right? Yeah, exactly. It's gambling. It is gambling, and it's a safer gamble long term. But it is still gambling. But, but e e, like, is this a gamble? Alabama is playing Troy. It's a gamble for me to bet the Alabama right, money yeah. line. No, it's not. That's not a gamble. Like, Alabama's not going to lose Detroit. It literally cannot happen. So it's not – sometimes it's actually not gambling. Sometimes – okay. Now, if you bet Troy on the money line, that's gambling. You know, like that is. But, like, it, 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 it's, it's, it's like bet, bet, like betting – buying Apple stock is like betting Alabama to beat Troy, Right. Like yeah, sure, you you could lose it, but that shit. Yeah, I up, I man. on the whole agree with up. you, and I I get both your points. Like especially Ashley, your point about like money just sitting in your savings account doing nothing. Like that is something that like happens to me, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Why why is this like this? But I I don't know for some reason I'm just like, eh, eh, doesn't seem worth the trouble. Same. Uh, e. Yeah, it, it does take this. work. Yeah. yeah, it does take work to, I mean, you know, Vance uh, talked about it last time. To, to, and me too. I'm tracking it on a spreadsheet. I'm looking things up. I'm following the trends. I'm, But 
if it's fun for you, yeah. And I, and to be honest, I think probably some of it was not as interesting to me before, but my, like for, um, I know we were talking about if you invest in what you know, that it doesn't take a lot of work for you to research. Like here's a perfect example. I lived in France. My, several of my good girlfriends work for high fashion luxury brands that are all owned by LVMH, which is the biggest conglomerate of fashion. They're worth billions and billions and billions and billions of euros. They are traded on the stock market just because I would follow, oh, the creative director of Givenchy is out and they've got a new one in. Like, I just knew that because I was involved with people and it was interesting to me. Therefore, I could guess what was going to happen with um, that stock, you know, before it happened. Because I'm just, it's just a part of my world. It's part of my day-to-day conversations. They actually bought uh, Tiffany, which was a huge deal to buy for a French um, conglomerate to buy an American-owned heritage company. And that was a big conversation for a long time. And that, you know, majorly moved the stock market around with it, too. So if you're investing in companies of things that are intrinsically interesting to you, you'll you'll figure it out without putting a lot of time and thought into it. Okay, so that hit one of my points. Like, Ashley, that was literally I made like three points I was going to talk about. That was one of them. Was that my was that, bad? And this this I'm gonna illustrate this. Well, you would have known had he been in the pre-show. Actually, just, just talking about this now. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, All setting up for this wonderful show we're putting on right now. Um, <laughs> Ashley talking about that. The first thing I thought of now that I like do this is like, ooh, I gotta talk to Ashley, and she's gotta tell me like, what's up, what's going on, and then later tonight I'm gonna be on the on the internet like researching fashion trends and who which fashion oh this designer's this and oh okay what this who, who owns this company oh i hate that company they're tied with this company and then it's fun man so then i not only am i gambling with money it's fun i am learning about fashion and about designers and i'm like stimulating my brain but i'm gambling it's fun, it's fun. yeah i don't understand I why find people it fun. Don't the biggest it. point i get out of all of this is the fun it just feels like a roller coaster ride it just feels like it's, it's you awesome. just get to watch your money go up and down and celebrate and bummed out, celebrate, bummed out. Like it just feels like a game more than anything, as opposed to a means to an end. It's, it doesn't feel like I'm not getting that the vibe from any of y'all that this is your like means to an end. Like I'm going to support myself by just to stop. It just God, feels like I it's want a it to be now. Oh, I want it to well, be so bad. Fucking you want to quit your job? I like my job. I like what I do. I'm no, definitely not. Too, too stupid, successful fur, man. It, it, I'm doomed by it. I'll never get out. You're stuck. Yeah. God. But I mean, hell yeah. If I can afford to buy a house in Paris off this one day, I mean, yeah, that, that's goals. You sure. Could. Had you had you bought three bitcoins last year, you'd certainly uh, God, it Joe, <laughs> Joe, the way that she's talking about this, she will actually probably have enough to Ashley's buy a house have a yacht. in France. Yeah. Just please remember <laughs> you, we were friends. If you got in, if you got in when when I, you got in in what 2017, you said or 18? No, no, this year. No, this year. Oh, okay, only this year. Okay, yeah. but you got into a certain one that's doing real well. Yeah, I mean it's doing all right. I'm I'm okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. See, that, and that, I mean, okay, that's the superstition right there. That hesitation that you instantly had that I'm not judging you for because I have it as well. I feel like that's why people don't talk about it. I, I'm sure there's a level of you don't want to be a you know a braggadocious jerk and be like I have two right. in the stock market. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's more than that. I think it's actually deep down everyone is that superstitious that they're scared to tell you they have X amount of whatever in this stock and however you know what I mean. Like I, I think genuinely people are worried about that. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's so weird because it's funny how money is viewed, talked about in the U.S. versus like Europe too. People are a lot more open about talking about their salary and their income hmm. than they are here. That's that's such a no-no here, right? I mean, you just don't openly. Because we're not very equal here. Right, exactly. Right, and that's the thing. I mean, are they more equal in Europe? I feel like the caste system is uh, even more entrenched. Bro, in terms of, like, wealth disparity? Yeah. You kidding me? No. Yeah, there's I'm not ge- as much I mean, wealth disparity. Wait, you if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. For I'm genuinely asking. No, no, I, I if I'm wrong, that... I'm so sorry for acting that way. That was, like, I'm an asshole, but... Yeah. No, I think, I think Joe nailed it. It's the caste system. It kind of puts people... So people... You probably don't have people interacting with people outside of their class um, as yeah. much as you do here, potentially, I would say. Or it, yeah, it, it's a very interesting point. Th- this came up a lot with my friends. Like, take our graduating class. There's probably a handful of us that are, you know, average, middle of the road, a handful that, like, you know, are living on a different plane, and then a handful that, like, maybe didn't do as well as their parents were or whatever. Um, and we all relatively still keep in touch, blah, blah, blah. In, in Europe, you, if you were born in a certain neighborhood or not France, I, let me speak for France and France alone, especially Paris. If you were born in a certain neighborhood, you went to a certain school, those people are going to be like your people for life. And so you're probably not running up. You're pro- people are probably in the same pocket of income, generally speaking. Yeah. So it's probably not talked about cause it's not that uh, interesting. Yeah, oh. Joe, Joe, um, United States is the fourth, has the fourth biggest gap in income equality in the world. Damn. France is like, you have to scroll, 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 scroll to get to France. Like, wow. That's who why. Are the top, wait, on that list, who are the top three? Netherlands, number one. I can see Russia, that. number two. Duh. Sweden. Yeah. Dude, they're, yeah, Sweden. man. They got all that Nazi dude, gold. Yeah, man. And they're like, their laws are weird. United States. Brazil, that's not Thailand, Sweden, that's Switzerland. My bad, everybody. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, Philippines, Saudi Arabia, Indonesia, Suriname, India, Bahamas, and then you, you have to go. I forget Suriname even exists. Yeah, and we're number four, you said. Yeah, we're number that makes four. Sense. So of course we don't talk about this, and of course they want you to stay away, man. Yeah. Like they want you to also. And, but I want to ask the only person that isn't I won't, hold on. in this. Oh, go ahead. E, I want to know like what he you think now. Based on what we've like said, has Vance converted you to no, no. to GameStopism? No, 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 no. God, I would never try with E to GameStop. I'm, I'm yeah, too right. I mean, I'm, I'm too not going to get into GameStop. Like, just ignore Vance through my whole life as his arguments, right? Just being like, no, yeah, yeah exactly, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, just indulge. Yeah. <laughs> indulge. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. definitely more intrigued. I would say, but I don't know that I'm convinced that the fun is worth it for me compared to other things i enjoy not. gambling on like i to me i have as mm. much fun buying a two dollar oh. powerball ticket i think and just being like maybe i could win this way than doing you know research and investing in the stock market and like you know we sports gamble all the time vanny like i like doing that but i'm watching that shit anyway you know what i yeah. mean and I feel like I know what I'm talking about. And I do think that, yes, yeah. if I were to put in the research and the time and effort to understand this, I could do perfectly fine in it. But I just don't know that I need to. 
Yeah, but you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and to swap out. I mean, E, you've been a a more than casual sports fan as long as I've known you. And Ashley, same thing with the fashion industry. Where you, you've at least been aware of fashion for a long time. For you, for you to buy a, a fashion stock is, I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty on band, on brand. Like I'm terrible with pop culture phrases, but that's you know what I mean. Like that's that no, fits that's your. Awesome. That's already what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah. So for it, even it, it's a part game, of my interest. Thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you're not because like I bought a, when I first dug in, I just bought like random like I bought Lion Group Holding because their name has lion in it. Hell and yes. the first the first couple of days it went up and I was like, I'm pretty good at this shit. Did and it has basically bottomed <laughs> out ever since. Quite literally <laughs> bought my shares are worth Hang like on. well hey. less. Hang on, buddy. Hang on. The oh, other hey, one that, don't, that don't well, to the, be don't believe in that FUD. To the, the uh, actually like the every... first to be transparent, I actually haven't bought into LVMH. This was before I got into it, but I, again, kicking, like thinking, okay, I know what yeah. I know. I probably am going yeah. to now. But the first one I did, the first one I bought on the actual stock market was um, Bumble because it was oh. the first uh, female billionaire to IPO um, in the U.S., she lives in Austin, Whitney Wolfherd. If anybody doesn't know her story, she created Bumble after working at Tinder and wanted to create a female-focused dating app. Um, right. So I thought, okay, well, that's cool. And also what she's done with Bumble is made it, um, there's Bumble BFF, so you can connect with friends. It's You don't have to just use it for dating. And then also Bumble Business, so you can use it. It's kind of like a digital LinkedIn kind of like a LinkedIn dating app, but it's not dating at all, but it's meant to be for a professional. And I was like, well, I kind of find that that could, if that catches on, LinkedIn doesn't really have any competitive space. So again, it was just stuff that I, you know, ear to the ground thought made sense, but it's, it's, I'm losing money on it and now I want to offload it. <laughs> Ashley, what's, what's the stock that you would invest in right now that's in fashion? On a oh yeah, not, this is not financial advice. Um, yeah, well, it's L L L LVMH, whatever they're... Um, oh, that's the one. You, that's the yeah. one. Okay. I'm that is the one. I'm, it's I'm um, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. If you look up all the brands that they own, uh, it's... Hennessy, like the drink? Unreal. Uh, yes. No. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Hennessy, the drink? Yeah, it's... It's Louis, it's it's Louis Vuitton and Hennessy in one stock. Oh, my they, God. It's, it's, it's the biggest conglomerate in France. Bernard Arnault, who is the CEO of that company, is the richest man in France. And like the fourth richest man in the world, I think. Oh, my God. But yeah, I wish our viewers could yeah, see Yeah, he is. Vance, Vance is locked. It's like right Ashley just gave him it. a puppy. Let's he is go. so goddamn French stock. You guys know I, have a, I may have a French last name. That's it, um, but there's a good chance. Uh, you absolutely Watson? do. Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> Dotson? <laughs> Bodson. Uh, Vance's screen name right now is Michael Bodson. Who who uh, is that by the way? I don't is that uh, a, is that's it? the chairman and head head chairman and president and vice president and everything of the DTC, the NSCC, and the DTCC. All the regulations. He's just head of all of he's, them. He's the big guy. Yeah, they just you know, they just put it all under one it's just easier that way. All right, can I just ask you point blank, Vance? In the next 10 years, GameStop is going to be worth at least, at one point, $1,000 a share? I got to get out. So I um, I have a very good friend. Can't say who, yes or no to that, huh? So um, no, no. Very, very simple. Uh, wait, Will, sorry. Will it, anytime over the next 10 years, be $1,000 a share? 
absolutely I would stake my dog's lives on that. I mean, you've staked almost everything else, so I believe you. I would stake you've the staked lives your of my marriage dogs on it. So on I mean, the I fact totally that believe. GameStop will, at one point, in the next, you said five years, right? Sure. In the next five years, be over one thousand dollars a stock. Absolutely, and that's the thing. Like Ashley, you, just, you said, I was just sitting around and letting my money just sit there. It's like. Look, guys, GME is not gonna like plummet down to the depths of, of anything right now. In fact, a dude just bought twenty million dollars worth at a regular dude regular like us dude. just bought twenty million dollars worth. Regular dude, he's, he's not regular. Dude. I don't, I, I don't have. Dude, I don't. Just a guy. <laughs> he, no, no, he, e, he started out with a fifty thousand dollar bet and he made it into. I don't like, have that. Like, like fifty million dollars. And he said, "I should send you his videos because you'd be into them. You're not going to ever like buy GameStop or be." Now I really want to just to like mess with your mind a little bit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, but like, absolutely, man. Like, it's just it's the same concept of like, I will kick my. I would kick myself because I know this is going to happen. Like, I am so sure of it. I know it's going to happen. So when I look back and I'm like, why am I putting this in? I mean, of course, I'm in like all the standard ones, right? And on the boring, all the standard boring, cryptos, like boring stuff, cryptos. I have I have a crypto IRA, like I've done all that stuff. But any expendable cash that I have, or disposable cash that I have, which is not very much right now because we just moved, but it goes into GME because it's the most sure thing I have in my like most for sure investment I have in my life besides myself. And your wife. And, and wow. And a lovely wife. You're you're really you're really leading me over to the cult. To be honest, I'm getting really like my palms are sweating, and I feel like I may buy some GME tonight. Okay, I have purchased GME on more than one occasion because of this motherfucker right here. Take take a breath. It's always gonna be there. They're gonna keep it at this price for a while, and you're fine. Like you, you, you I'll think. I'll think on. I'll sleep on it tonight. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, and sell all thing, your Bitcoin and put it all in GME. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yes, absolutely. Do that. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Financial advice. Like, I, the thing I say is just just buy one share. Just no, that's that, that, that's what I was thinking. Is like I I, I can buy just to do it and and enjoy that. That's and, how it starts. Though. And and share this experience with you. Yeah, then that's you can go it. on Reddit and you can see all those memes, and that's you. None of them cool. make sense. I'm I have shares, and you can send we get me these t-shirts? Memes. I literally just text Vance like two days ago. I was like, Vance, I don't even know what this means. It was like a picture of a guy on the moon drinking a Heineken with something about. And I was just like, dude, I don't get it. Okay, like, I, so that that was a tweet. So GameStop's Twitter has been very silent and very um, non-engaging for the past. It's amazing how deep you for the past like three months, right? Because their lawyers were like. If I were their lawyers, I'd be like, "You're not, y'all are not saying one damn thing. You're not doing anything. You're being, you're, you have to be silent." What just happened was there was uh, they just sent out the voting materials for the stock. Whenever you own a stock, you own part of the company, and you're allowed to vote on the decisions that the board of that company makes. You're allowed to do that. It's your right. As a, so that's kind of cool. Like owning a stock gives you voting rights. It's cool. You can vote. You can say, "Nah, man, I don't, I don't want to fund." Uh, kids in Rwanda. No, I vote against that. You could do that if you want to. <laughs> if you own a stock. What so, cause to pick? Or you can say yes and help the kids. But so they did that for, for GameStop, right? Everyone who owns a share 
they send it out and they collect the votes, right? And then when you send your votes in, like when I sent my vote in, they go, okay, here's his vote. He has X amount of shares. That's the data they see. Well, I'm guessing because a flurry of tweets have just like showed up referencing a short squeeze from GameStop themselves, telling us, literally saying the mother of all short squeezes. Like you literally saying that in a tweet. I think what happened is they got the votes and there are only 70 million shares available to the public of GameStop. I'm willing to bet they got the shares and they counted like 250 in the first like batch, 250 million. And there's only supposed to be 70 million. What that means is that all those extra over the seven, all those extra over the 70, they've got to pay back whoever created those shares. Cause you can create fake shares. I don't know if you guys knew that you can create a fake share by saying, Hey, E I'm going to loan you a soccer ball. All right. But here's the thing, man, here's the soccer ball. I don't want to like give it to you, but I'm just going to write you this like note. And you can just have it, and it's going to be great for this. This you is what they did in the end of soccer soccer places ball. with yes. Eddie Murphy and Dave yeah. There you go. It's Boom. actually per. It's the same thing. Boom. That's why deep. That's why DFE tweeted that out. But that's that's not here, neither here nor there. We can go there. But DFE is Jesus. In case <laughs> um, you're wondering, in this in this so, play, D, so DFE in this is example, Jesus. right? I lend, I lend my contract to E that says I have a soccer ball. Anytime you want to come get my your soccer ball, it's right here. You can have it. Just come and get it, right? And I'm like, dude, this soccer ball is just sitting around here. Might as well make a little money off this soccer ball. I mean, he's going to come back and get all, all the money. When he comes back, I'll be able to get the soccer ball back. I'll just buy it from the person I lend it to, right? So I go over to Joe, and I'm like, hey, Joe, dude, I got the soccer ball here. You want, you want the soccer ball? And Joe's like, yeah, I'll take the soccer ball. So now Joe buys the soccer ball off me. Now I have a contract with Joe saying that, I, have, I don't have the soccer ball anymore, right? I don't have it anymore. But I say, look, I still have the little contract from E that says, don't worry, dude, I got the soccer ball. I have this piece of paper, but not an actual soccer ball. So E comes back and he's like, yo, where's my, where's my soccer ball? Like, I want it back. I'm going to buy it back from you because you promised me that you would have my soccer ball when I came back. And I say, oh, about that. Yeah, I didn't actually have a soccer ball. Uh, right now, I don't have one. I kind of gave it to Joe. And so then I say, you can have it back for $20 million. It just, well, no, take that. That was like a rudimentary, that's like a very what? low level. Just that, the wasn't, idea. that wasn't stock specifics? That wasn't no, that was details low level. on how the that stock was like, market That works. was just like literally explaining the idea of lending out something, but not actually having the physical asset, right? So that's bulls it's and bears. Well, that's bears, what happened with the, with the housing market, right? That's so happened with the housing yes. market, yes. yes. Kind of. Kind of. So what is bulls happening? Bulls and bears is, and, and balls. Cre- is, so what I'm saying is they're creating right. these shares, right? They're creating, they're doing this with the soccer balls, but they're doing it to the thousandth degree, not thousandth, but they're doing it over and over and over and over to create more soccer balls, right? Right. Because the more they do this, the more soccer balls we create. And you don't actually have to have a soccer ball. So they're doing this over and over. So they're creating these shares. So if they get, if there's only 70 million shares, and they get votes for 250 million shares. That means they created that many more shares than the 70 million. And you know what that means? They have to pay every single damn one back. How? Well, before this, we couldn't do that, right? There's no actual recourse for like making them pay back. And it 
basically the taxpayers had to do it. Well, now we have a governing body called the DTCC, and they have these like other governing bodies with them that basically ensure this can't happen. But they have to set up the rules, which is why GameStop has been trading sideways for like two and a half months. That's the whole spiel of the conspiracy theory about the squeeze. I can talk about the fundamentals too, which are even more compelling of an argument, but by Jimmy. Bye. Okay, and but my, que- my, Do my question Do not My sell. question on this is, is do these same kind of um, I don't want to say rules, but this same kind of extortion apply with crypto or not? No, because it's it doesn't, right? That's, and that, yeah, that that's, that's why question. that's why I, that's why I'm so solid in crypto because you you can only mm. mine x amount of shares it's it's not the same thing you can't oversell them really yep Yep. it's yeah it's completely that it's lit because it's a response to this kind of shittery and fuckery that they've done right exactly that cost people literally to die and lose their homes and like ruin their lives so people are like nah man i'm i i want to own my own stuff i don't want this to happen to me but what makes people nervous about crypto is the lack of like something behind it, right? Of some uh, fundamental backing it up, right? Like I am in GameStop because Ryan Cohen is CEO and $14 billion in this market cap space and blah, blah, blah. With crypto, it's just like, what is this fun? I don't know enough, to be honest. I have no clue. It's all very ephemeral, kind of. It doesn't, it's sort of abstract. I kind of like that about it though. It kind of feels sort of badass. (laughs) I really wish wish I was an early adopter, like in 2013, when a couple of my friends who work in IT with me did get into it at a really low price. And um, what I was going to talk about early adoption is how like knowledgeable or not, I mean, I'm not, but how much do you know about NFT and what's going on with this? Oh yeah. I just, the non-fungible token. I don't know anything about that, but it's a hot topic, man. Okay. So what is NFT? So here's what I know. It's NFT stands for non-fungible token. It's essentially a unit of data that is on the blockchain and it's a unique digital asset. So it's really mm. being used in the art world, which is another big interest of mine. I, I, yeah. So here's the deal. So if, so what? if an artist creates a piece of artwork, let's say traditionally, let's start traditionally, they created a painting and they, they had, they became a famous artist and they, you know, sell it to a museum or a collector buys it for X amount of price. That collector owns that piece of art. I mean, let's say somebody buys a Van Gogh. Like they own that piece of artwork physically and hang it in their home and it's worth $125 million or whatever it is. Yeah. Artists are now, because we live in such a digital age, things get posted to the internet pictures of art get posted to the inter- internet original works of art are created mm-hmm. digitally not just with physical paint pastel wood whatever materials yeah. and so what if you could sell that as a piece of art but as a digital asset and then collectors could buy it and what collect so the people who are already into this are already doing it and as awesome. as early adopters they're doing stuff like 
when I build a house, I'm going to literally have a wall that will have a projection space that I can project the NFT art that I bought. Oh. And you can say like, oh, I own, I own the NFT to this, which means you own the original um, creation. And then there can so be, like, can you, you know, just like a Picasso? No, because it so, has to be, it's okay. something new. I know it's like the, uh, the meme of yes. the little girl looking back and like there's a house on fire behind it. You know that meme? There's an NFT of that that the yeah. girl who is the little girl in that photo created. And people have started doing it with like crazy ass memes, but um, somebody, a digital, a digital artist who I think maybe was also an architect created a, a digital home in like a zip file or whatever. And I think sold it for like $500,000. To somebody it was it was like a home on mars i'll have to look it up and show you guys but it's um it was a, it was a conceptual what a conceptual house on mars would look like and it's just this cool digital piece of artwork and it, it sold for half a million a half a billion dollars could in theory somebody hack that i mean i'm going to use hack that print or hack that that piece of data and then make copies of it no because it has a digital number from the blockchain associated to it so you could in an instant and that's the thing it can't be faked you can instantly verify whether it is the original unit or not amazing that's true like that that, because that's the difference between like i mean so many movies out there have been made about like forgeries of popular paintings or whatever but it it has a a digital backup you can check a website and there's like in real time you can verify like that changes the game that changes the copycat game at least that just made me excited for like art because I 100%. feel like we're kind of moving away from the need for art, right? You're not supposed to get a bachelor's degree in your in arts anymore. Like that's stupid. Uh, or at it's least taking it into the digital age, yeah. Yeah, and like so that makes me excited for art, and it makes me ex- because here's the thing: I play video games, and the video games I play a lot, my gear and what it looks like matters a lot, and I paid a lot of money for it. So like people, real money, if, US real, money real money, so I can flex my gear, right? So I can be like, "Yo, look at this." You nice say link. right as if I have your back on this one. I do. Oh, okay, yeah, well, that, <laughs> dude. Well, millions and millions and millions. <laughs> like I think actually at this point, billions of people are doing this. They're buying, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, like you're like, all morons, especially a mobile. Yeah, exactly. But I'm guess sorry. what? Morons make the best way to make money. So like, and and that that's exciting for artists like that because i know some artists and i'm always like how can i help like how do i help you besides paying you for your art but this is kind of a way maybe if i could like learn about it and tell them about it they could start creating yeah i'd like to fundamentally push back on the idea that people should not be focusing on the arts as they get older i don't know there's something about that that doesn't yeah check out to me no no it's terrible no i was i was E, I yeah. was agreeing with you. Like I was, I was saying, now yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now more than ever, we need this because like arts are being put off, because like, I don't know. I think it's the baby boomers, but that's just me. It's conspiracy theory, but I think it's their generation. I think they're like artists, stupid artists for hippies. Well, art like, changes with time, like, that's right? For losers. Like, paintings are no longer the main form of art that we consume or that creates the most value yeah. anymore. It's you know movies or TV shows or whatever. So yeah. Oh, good point. 
And I mean, the art world is a whole, th that is a very, very interesting world of investment. Talk about real money oh and freeports. Um, there's um, a and, documentary that's absolutely yeah. amazing out of it um, called The what Price of Everything. I that's highly nice. recommend you watch it. It is so interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, talk about like really having to get in certain circles to even remotely play in that game, but mm -hmm. it, it's wild. Well, and money laundering. I listened to a, a podcast about essentially super rich people befriend relatively popular artists, have them crack out some piece of shit, but then go, yeah, well, I mean, so-and-so made it, so it's worth $20 million, so they can easily move $20 million to their friend by saying, I sold so-and-so's painting to my... It's, don't get me wrong. For the ones that are creating good art for good art's sake, God bless you, and I mean that. I think we need good art now more than ever. Wait, wait, but Joe, are you like... It's just as corrupt let, as the stock market. Let's be let's 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 calm down here. Let's not promote art too much because there's a lot of fraud going on in there. <laughs> Joe, are, are you being paid? I don't trust right now. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. in the pockets of big art, bro. Big art has <laughs> no. Has you're in the pockets of anti-art. No, I, what I really like. You got a uh, Jeff Koons uh, statue uh, sitting uh, in your house. Yeah, we, yeah. We or, were uh, at uh, the uh, Hoosier. Hoover, the guy that the vacuum communist. guy. The guy that with the nope. communist, keep going. The communist style of government. Yep, lost. Keep, yeah, keep <laughs> no. Stalin? Uh, Marx. Anyways, we were at the Denver Art Museum uh, recently, and there was a whole room dedicated to 3D interactive art. Yeah, Jager People are, are, are creating entire landscapes that you're able to like walk around in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but he was president. Herbert Hoover? Right? Wasn't he president at one point? Hoover? Yeah. Oh, yes. it's Herbert Hoover. There was more than one Hoover? Yeah, J. Edgar sure? Hoover was the head of the yes. FBI and Herbert Hoover. God damn it, Joe. God Edgar damn it. Hoover was the FBI director. <laughs> Herbert Hoover. You sang a song about this, Joe. We you like, hated her. Thank you, you Herbert Hoover. Yeah, you, you should know something, this. something that you did or whatever the fuck. <laughs> because the financial crisis. That's kind of the beauty of the cryptocurrencies. Twins is that there's no one government or no one governing body that really controls them. And that there brings me to this week's quiz, everybody. <laughs> as of question one, as of today, February 25th, 2021, how many cryptocurrencies are there? Um, different kinds of cryptocurrency? 8,500. Uh -huh. Yeah, I was going to say 8,000. Incredibly for close. For some reason. I think he just Googled it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. No, he's he's not close yeah. enough to have Googled it. But he's yeah, I was gonna say close. eight. Yeah, he said eight thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say eight. Yeah. Ash, he's even closer. It's seventy-eight hundred, give or take, seventy-eight hundred tradable right now. Yep. Here's my next question. I'm gonna name you a few cryptocurrencies. Pick like the fake one because I like it. all oh, of I these like are real. Game. All of these are real, <laughs> yeah. but one. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna invest in all these. <laughs> yeah. Buy them all. Even today. the fake ones. Yep. Moss coin, Sky coin, Mobius coin, Casino coin, Loser coin. Moss, first Moss coin. Whatever the first one is. Is that what you said, Vance? Yeah. Moss coin is the one I started sure. with. All three, y'all say Moss coin. Yes. Moss coin okay. is tradable okay. as M O C right now. 
Mobius coin does not exist. So casino cool. coin and loser coin both exist. So I mean, honestly, loser I might coin. buy some casino. I like loser coin. <laughs> loser coin loser sounds coin. great. <laughs> if you lose, you can't be mad. You, you win know regardless. what you're buying. Uh, they <laughs> advertise exactly what straight up front. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I want to lose my money. I'm buying loser. Actually, that is a good. I'm fucking buying that. Loser coin. We're, we are starting a movement here. Reverse um, psychology. Everybody yeah. out there, pump loser coin right now. All right, next one. Hyper cash, Z cash, tornado cash, me cash. I'm going to go me cash. Tornado cash. Hyper cash. Hyper cash. Me cash is the only fake one. Tornado, well done, E. Tornado trades at T O R N. Tornado cash. <laughs> Again, uh, how no, no. could you be mad if you lost money? If you it's put tornado, 20, baby. just buy twenty bucks of it, right? Yeah. If I buy twenty bucks of loser, twenty bucks of tornado, <laughs> how could I be like, how the hell did this God damn. not pay off? I know. What I'm was picturing, I thinking? But I'm picturing listeners what if at it home. Does. <laughs> They've never led me astray before. I can't believe what if it. What it does though? What if it goes crazy? I'd love All it. of our listeners are going to pump yeah. up this stock, and we're going to become millionaires. That's how I it don't works. know a lot about the stock market, but. But having eight listeners is that who the eight are. Of cryptocurrency. How many? How many people do you need to you gotta buy? Start hey, don't man. don't Revolution. underestimate the stock of this podcast. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go up yeah. and up and up. Our market. Cap I feel like we need to have a part two. This is part two. If you mean part three, I'm. You down. mean we're, part we're three? Already pushing an hour. <laughs> I didn't get to say enough at all. I like. That's Are you fucking kidding? I yeah. I, we get we get there's four of us and you've spoken fifty percent of the time. I dominated most of the conversation as per usual because uh, I interrupt all of you and I don't want anyone to get this. There's a quiz in, going on right I, now. God damn it! There's a quiz yeah, going so on. You're I was allowed to dominate. I I also hijack the like host all the time where I'm like Jesus I'm hosting like apparently now apparently I'm hosting I can't help it right you set up who a, I am I can't you set help up it tonight you set up a pre-show meeting I that you didn't this. come to he did the not three attend, of us were just so I could host the show <laughs> I'm like oh, I'm like Tim Allen in Galaxy Quest where I'm like <laughs> I'm drunk <laughs> I'm like I'm showing up I'm talking about the I spaceship and what you guys a reference like, dude. We've never referenced Tim Allen or Galaxy Quest on this show, and that's amazing. Big All fans right. of Tim Allen. Let's, Big fans. let's end it on this one because I don't know how else to end this episode. I know Ashley has adult things to do, so we're going to wrap it up. Last one here. Pick the fake one, guys. Pick the fake one. Pancake swap, cupcake cash, burger swap, <laughs> pancake bunny, or bakery token? Bakery token. All of, all of those are real but one. Bakery token. Pancake swap. Cupcake cash. That's a trick Burger question. Swap, They're all real. Cupcake cash. Bakery token. Trick question. I like no, that. No, actually, wait. What'd you say? Did you say cupcake cash? Cupcake hey. cash is the only fake one. Burger burger swap trades as burger. That one's like yeah. That one's getting like that one's getting kind of big. It's insane. I you know okay. Let that ends my knowledge right there. It's getting kind of big. Don't know anything else. I've just heard of it, and I know it's getting it, big. It's getting pretty <laughs> and big. I buy it. And you know, you just go on your little wallet and you buy it, and you see what happens to it. It's crazy. I don't it's even like, want to open open up doing this. Well today. I, I legit Tornado's do think we need fucking me in the ass. We need a loser part three coin because I, I do think there is actually a lot more to talk about here. I think there's more to say. Yeah, I I, I, I want to know. I want to know what Janet Yellen thinks of all this. I need to research it before we come and, to part and three. And we've got oh, a yeah, loop, we Gabe. Gabe, uh, well, one of the, our friends on his name is not 
that's actually not his real name. Gabe's been yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, he's like, been on this podcast. Gabe was on last week, bro. I know yeah, you never listened, but Gabe was uh, on when you weren't. Gabe has been in crypto since, like, the dinosaurs invented crypto when they put what? their paws down. And they're like, yeah, Gabe. Um, oh, was he rolling in it? Uh, Let's let him he, explain it. How about that? I, I don't know. It's very, like, the yeah, crypto community, we'll I, I don't know. I, I didn't ask that. Joe, I didn't go, oh, you rolling in it, bro? That's my first question. <laughs> That's if you're going to tell me talk, you've been bro. in it since day one, <laughs> I need to know. Uh, I need details. The inference is, yes, he's doing He's done well on it. He's doing pretty but all right. But no, he's not retired because he's still working at his job. So well, soon he's going to be doing the go. video editing on this podcast because he says he does editing. So I, I talked him into it. We're good. He's going to be yes. officially on, uh, employed on this show. I don't even know how you end this episode, but honestly, I'm down for a round three. Oh, Joe, you want me to end it? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, if you could. So. Go ahead and wrap this up for us, bro. Thanks for tuning in. Stock Talk Part oh, 3. Stay man. tuned. You know what? Coming I realized soon. I was doing it. I realized I was doing it literally like... 50 minutes in and then it was just too late never and i was just like uh, i loved it so much never change love you bro love all three yeah no what should we do man keep talking what do you want to do we should do we should create we should create a mandatory oh. drinking game for me that if i i have after saying my piece i or, or i sorry if after the episode it seems like i took up 50 percent of it or more then the next time I have to chug a beer on, like on the podcast, and that'll make that'll make yeah, you less inclined. And that <laughs> makes it different from other podcasts. How or I don't know. No, you know what it I is. Know. You we'll have to know, right? sell <laughs> us that, some of stay your tuned. game stuff.